1: This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Peely Yarusi. Thanks for being on the show, Peely.
0: So honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Whitney.
1: Yeah, I'm honored to have you on the show. Her husband, Jason, has been on numerous times. We've talked about numerous things on the show. They're just an amazing team and have accomplished so much in the last few years in this business. So it's an honor to have really the mastermind in their business on the show finally. But she says, Aloha. You know, Peely is a loving mom whose goal is to spread Aloha by showing others how to live a fit and rich life. Peely is a co-founder and operator of Yurusi Holdings LLC, a multifamily investment firm with her amazing husband and partner, Jason. She co-hosts the Jason and Peely Project, Moms of Multifamily, and more, Moms of Real Estate. So Peely, welcome to the show. It's an honor to just catch up with you. You know, Personally, I just enjoy you and Jason and have for a few years now that we've known each other and speaking at your events. i always grateful for that. And as many people, you all are helping not only just to learn to stay fit, but just how that's important and just your entire business and in so many ways that that's connected through mindset and morning routine, which I hope we're going to get into a little bit today. But... You know, give us a little more about who Pili is and your part in this business as well.
0: So I was born in Hawaii. That's where all the aloha comes from. It's in what I do. It's how I live. It's in our new book. It's everywhere. And it's what I strive to be. I strive to live a life of aloha. So that comes from Hawaii. I'm going to skip a few years to 2013 when uh, Jason and I first got pregnant with our first son and we decided we didn't want to be in the restaurant business anymore. And his family has been in construction for years. So I got my real estate license. We got into flipping, we got into wholesaling. Again, I'm going to skip a couple more years. 2016 happens. I go to some real meetings and somebody comes out to me. He's like, I have a couple of deals in Indiana. I'm like, no, we don't do buy and hold. No, we don't do turnkey. He was like, no, no, no. You have to look at this. The numbers look good. So he gave me a brief overview. I was like, okay, let me sit down with these numbers. So I sat down with the numbers and they actually looked good, but I was missing something. So sat down with Jason. He was like, actually, these look really good, but I wonder if they have like duplexes or like fourplexes. I was like, eh, I'll go ask. So we ended up partnering with this guy. We ended up buying, actually funding. We funded everything for the turnkey property. We didn't actually have them do everything we funded. We bought the property. So it was under our name. We funded the construction. We're like, put whatever you want on top of it, whatever your funding is, as long as the numbers still work, we'll pay you. It's fine. So that was fantastic for a year. We bought two of those with this company and it was going great. Except if there was any, we had one of the units, we lost the tenant there. So we were out one 20, like 25 percent of our investment was gone so we're sitting down one day at dinner and jason's like well you know what if we can do this with four units two buildings four units couldn't we do it with 40 how about 100 how about 400 i was just like "It." Eh kapow. It was like my brain exploded because I was like, what are the numbers on that? What's the money on that? Can we even do that? Is that even legal, legal for us to do? He was like, yeah, every like there's people out there that own buildings. I mean, there must be some way to do it. So my mindset at the time was, I don't want to say closed, but I couldn't think of those numbers. And I've talked to a lot of new real estate people that get into real estate, people that first get into syndications, and they have the same mindset. They can't think of the numbers. So when we got a mentor and as we took down our first property, I started to see, started to finally see how those numbers work and how it has worked for us for the past, it's like five years now. And we're closing on our 10th deal on, Friday. And it's been an amazing ride. And we completely close our flipping and wholesaling business. We still have the construction company, but those are two separate entities. And we've thrived under real estate syndication and large multifamily.
1: Awesome! Well, congratulations on closing on your tenth deal this Friday. That's incredible. It's just neat to see your all's journey and some deals you all have been working on. Just congratulations, first off. I know it's it's not an easy path. I've been there, you know, as well to getting to that, you know, to that tenth deal for sure and building that syndication business. Let's talk about that a little bit, and and, because I think many of the listeners are attempting to build their syndication business as well, or you know, learn from people from uh, expert operators, uh, you know, like yourself, and so. I'll back up just a little bit and say, you know, you all did many different things in real estate. You know, you got into the four unit, and then eventually it was, I love how you said, pal, you know, it was this like moment where, wait a minute maybe there is a possibility that we could do this and at a lot bigger scale, right? I mean, I was very similar to that. I mean, I heard the word syndication. And I'm like, what in the world is that? But then it was like, okay, this makes a ton of sense, you know, and just sold everything else and said, you know what, we're just focusing on that. And that's what we did. And so it sounds like, you know, that's what you all have moved towards as well. You know, focusing on that in the construction business. But, you know, you hired a mentor, Can you speak to that a little bit and just the how you selected that mentor and just how crucial was that to your success, you know, getting to the 10th deal on Friday?
0: That is an amazing and fantastic question and one that I love to answer because a mentor, especially in the large multifamily space, is key. Could Jason and I have done it by just watching YouTube or just all the free content that's out there? Maybe, but we wouldn't have had a teacher that could guide us, that could connect us, that could be there for us when we had the questions that we couldn't answer. That's why you get a mentor. That's why you have somebody that you can go to, to ask the tough questions. And Sometimes it's questions that you wouldn't have even thought of asking other people, asking brokers, asking your lawyer, asking whoever. That's why you get a mentor. They up-level your life and They fast forward you throughout their journey and take you through their journey and everything that they're going through. And they allow you to basically stand on their shoulders. So a mentor, a mentor was key to get. How do we choose one? There were, I would say, four or five that we were looking at at the time. And we did our due diligence on them, like anyone, because these people are part of our tribe, are part of our team. We hadn't learned that at the time, but... Creating your team in large multifamily, especially if you're doing it out of state, is key. And a mentor is top on that team building. So we were looking at a few, and we interviewed a few and talked with a few, and we ended up going with Joe Fairless. Joe Fairless is an amazing mentor. He, I mean, you can look him up. His portfolio is enormous, but his strategy and the way he taught worked well with Jason and my mindset. I was able to learn the same, like learn through him the way I learn. And then Jason was also able to learn the way he learns through him. And that is key when you're looking for a mentor. Find a mentor that you can learn from. There's so many out there now, and we talked to many, and we are actually good friends with the couple. We talked to Jake and Gino. We've asked them questions before, and we've dove into their book and their systems and processes, and we've actually – Jason's actually talked at his – at their conference, and we've dove in with many, many mentors. And don't be afraid to pivot when it comes to mentorship because sometimes you've learned enough from a certain mentor – and you need to go to someone else to learn more. And that's why I love tribe building, like getting to talk to you, with me, or getting to talk to any of the people that we've had on our podcast or any of our the friends that we've created around us. It's just been like, that is also mentorship. It's the people that you surround yourself with. It's key.
1: No doubt about it, I put so much stress on having a mentor also picking the right one, like you said, you know a couple of things that were important to me was that I had direct access to that mentor, and I wasn't like you know under this like and, this, and it's not always a bad thing, but for me, you know I wanted that direct access and that I wasn 't like under a, another layer of coaches you know under that main one and I wonder if that's something that was important to you all
0: very, very important. We had direct access to Joe. we actually modeled our mentorship program around his. We don't bring in other mentors or other people under us to take care of our students. We use his tactics. And I mean, we have his phone number. We can text him. We can call him up. He's a busy man, but he will pick up for us. We can email him and he emails us back. We actually asked us for his tips and tricks for actually getting out our new book, because he has multi, like millions of books out there. He He's written two books who, that have done amazing well. And he and Theo put together this whole synopsis for us and sent it to us. And he, they were like, here, here you go. Now it makes it sound like this mentorship was free that I could just go to him whenever I wanted to get whatever information. I did pay him for this. I did pay him for this because he is worth it. It may seem like he was able to just throw something together or answer a question like that. And you're just like, well, you just have this information. Why don't you give it? Well, no, because it took years of study, years that I cannot even like fathom because it's, you know, it's another person's life. He's put this time into it and he's giving it to you. So with any mentor that you get, expect to pay something, whether it's time, whether it's money, whether it's your own intuition and your own expertise, Pay into them, give value first, and you will get tremendous value in return.
1: So worth it. You know, when I first signed up for Mentor, I also signed up with Joe and I, you know, did all these things, you know, to try to figure out who that person was. And I've talked about it on different shows, but, you know, that was many, many times more expensive now than it was then. But, you know, at that time, that was a massive decision for my wife and I. We were like, should we really spend this much money? you know, on a mentor, you know, and so it was a big decision. And obviously, now we're so glad we did. And just like you, it's been so crucial. But I have had many mentors for different things, you know, depending on what it is, you know, like you talked about, Peely. I know you are an expert, though, in some other. I want to pivot just a little bit because it, you know I want to talk about your book. You and Jason have become just experts in just like mindset, morning routine, and staying fit, and all that. You know, these things that I think are all intertwined with somebody that has a successful business. You know, not everyone that has a successful business, you know, has a six pack. However, many of them do. But you know, you all are, are just amazing in, in your routine and just how structured you are. And and I do, I believe, you know, when. I took a hold of my morning routine, that's when things started to change for our business in a big way. And so I want to hear that from you. I want to hear, you know, about your mindset and your morning routine and help the listener to think through that and to think through why that's important. And, and, you know, some things they could even put in place tomorrow that they could be doing and even how your book uh, and speaking of which their book, how to master a fit, rich life in 15 days, pretty incredible. You know, I'm looking forward to reading that myself. I mean, 15 days. I I mean that's incredible, and so help us to get started, Pete. Help the listener to get started tomorrow with that morning routine that's going to help project them, you know, to success in real estate or whatever you know business that may be.
0: So I can give your listeners one crucial tip right now. It's something I've been thinking about, especially this climate that we're in. It's your choice, no matter. Who's in office, what's happening with the environment, what's happening even in your house, what's happening to your kids, what's happening to you. You have a choice. I'm actually working with this woman on her fitness and health. And she's gonna go in for knee surgery in like 10 days from now. And I'm just like, you know what? And she was like, Peely, but I can't do everything that you do. I was like, and I can't do. And everything that Jason does, I don't run a hundred miles. I support him in it. He comes to me and says, I'm going to run a hundred miles. I'm like, okay, babe, it's done. It's done. Let's get you there. I'm going to go for my first marathon. My first marathon, folks, I know by association, you all think, if you know me, that I run thousands of miles. I do not. I maybe run two or three a day. Maybe. If I feel like it, sometimes it's yoga, sometimes it's weights, but going back to this amazing woman that I'm working with, she's like, well, I'm getting knee surgery and I have an addiction to Diet Coke and I can't get out of bed. Some days I have clinical depression. I was like, okay, number one, let's talk about all of that. Make sure you're going to a doctor. I suggest a nutritionist because I'm neither of those disclaimer, but I'm a really, really, really good cheerleader. And what I told her is that it's her choice. You can choose to drink 12 gallons or liters of diet soda a day, or you can choose to drink 11. Then maybe tomorrow or maybe next week, you'll choose to drink 10. Do you know in the course of the last month, she's down to one bottle? You know what that does for the human body? That's incredible. All the sugar intake, all the preservatives that she's not drinking now, because she made the choice. It wasn't my choice. I just gave her sort of a guide. She made the choice. So my first thing that I want to get to you guys is make the choice. If you want to do something better for your life, whatever it is, make the choice and then go do it and take the incremental steps to get you there. So with our book, so I'm so excited about this book. So how to master a fit, rich life in 15 days. So yes, it says it'll do it for you in 15 days, but this book, this book won't do anything for you. Unless you make the choice, unless you make the choice to pick it up, unless you make the choice to read it, and unless you make the choice to implement some of the steps that are in this book. So my favorite part of the book is I bring a little aloha into it. So Jason and I were talking about our morning routine. His is a little different than mine. And sometimes mine starts a little later than his, but it's all about doing you. So for Jason, he wakes up at 4.32 a.m. 4.32. 4.32 because four, three, two, one, he just had one win. He took on his day, woke up before the sun, got out of bed, splashed water on his face, made his coffee and got his morning routine started. So it was four, three, two. And some days I wake up with him. Sometimes I wake up actually two minutes before he does. And other days I sleep in. Because I know my body, if I need the rest, or if some reason the kids woke up the night before and I stayed up with them, I know me, I'm not going to force myself to get up at four, three, two, because I've made some rule. It's okay to make the rules for yourself, especially for my mamas out there. If you need to give yourself that extra two hours, you do that. So for our morning routine, we've called it Aloha. It is awakening, love, opportunity, health, and aspire. So it's basically you get out of bed, you get your day started, you jump out of bed, you either brush your teeth, throw water in your face, anything to wake your body up, whether it is at 4.30, 6.30, or 10 o'clock. I've talked to some women. You wake up and you get it done, you get out of bed, you make your bed, make it so you can't get back into bed. That's the best thing. And I've, I've combated depression in the past. That was the best thing I've heard, which is to get out of bed, get out. Even if it's just for an hour, 10 minutes, get out of bed and get your day started. So love for the next like five, 10 minutes, sit with yourself and feel gratitude, pray, just have some silence just for yourself and guided meditations works too. I use either calm or headspace. I have them both on my phone. I use them. Sometimes I open up YouTube and I listen to a little bit of Tony Robbins. It's whatever you're feeling in the day to really get you centered and inward thinking, because in order to do the next thing, which is always opportunity, you have to be good inside to see the visions outside. So with opportunity, it's all about seeing, you have to see the thing and believe the thing before it actually happens to you, before it actually comes your way. I mean, I'm sure you've had this, Whitney, that you've, you've had a goal and you've seen it so much and you know what it looks like, you know what that number looks like, or you know what that building looks like, or you know what that thing looks like, or that person looks like. And as soon as that opportunity comes to you or comes across your desk, you actually see it. But what about all those opportunities you didn't see because you weren't in the right mindset, that you weren't really reaching or you woke up thinking, oh, it's just going to come. I don't have to see it. You have to see these things. You have to have a vision. I just I was just in a conference with Brandon Turner and he was and he was talking about how he got into large multifamily and syndications. He was on a trip. He actually went to Joe Fair. This uh, conference best ever. And he said on the plane, he wrote basically this disrotation that he put in a large poster board and he looked at it and that man scaled from nothing to a thousand units in a year. So he has the base, I get it. But the thing is he saw the goal and he knew where he wanted to go. So he got there. So the next one is health. And you know, I love talking about this. So Jason and I have used different programs. We've we've jumped into different things that we do every day, whether it's run a hundred miles, whether it's do a thousand push-ups, whether it's do 30 push-ups a day. We take our time and we get moving. So that's us though. For anyone else that's out there. And if you say, okay, well, I haven't really been doing anything for the last few months. I actually just talked to somebody yesterday that. He used to be a karate genius, but he hasn't done it. I was like, well, why don't you just throw on YouTube and do something for five, 10 minutes? And then next week, do something for 20 minutes and then 30 minutes. Or if you want to go, if you want to do marathon, why don't you go walk around your block first? Again, it's incremental things to get yourself to the goal that you want to get to. The last one, and we talked a little bit about this before, it's aspire. It's about reaching for more. And it's about surrounding yourself with the available lessons, with the available people that you can create your tribe and surrounding yourself with the positivity that should come with that. If you're surrounding yourself with negativity and bad things like diet soda or you're making those things available to you, then chances are those are the things you're you're gonna reach for. If you're surrounding yourself with bad news or clickbait those are the things you're going to click on and those are the things that you're going to watch if you surround yourself with positivity good books like my book or podcasts like Whitney's then chances are that's where your mindset's going to be so again that's aloha and that's how we start off our mornings and that's that's really the crux of the book that's like the heart of the book it's about choosing every day when you wake up to have the best day of your life.
1: Love that. Just the being strategic about your morning routine. Uh, so many of those things there. I'm like, okay, I, I am doing that or I'm doing part of that. I'm not running 100 miles at once. I know that. You know what? I do believe that if I wanted to run 100 miles, I believe I could train to do it. You know? but I, mean, I don't want to. <laughs> you can though, if you, yes. if
0: you wanted to. See, the thing is, Jason wanted to, wants to. He likes that. If it's not something that you want to do, there's another, Jason talks to this more. There's, you have to find what your hundred miler is, whether Mm, it's a marathon, whether it's taking down a huge syndication, whatever it is, you take it down.
1: What is that for you? It may not be running 100 miles, but it could be this big object like that that seems so undoable, right? Maybe at the time. You know, one specific question for like you and Jason, though, just as this uh, husband and wife team you know, you all are just amazing and how you all do this together. What does that time look like, like for you all in in the mornings? Is there time that like, you know, Jason and Peely get to spend time together? Or is it like your, your own separate morning routines, you know, then finally sometime throughout the day you get to talk? Or, you know, do you all have time that's like, okay, this is this is our time to connect and, and just to talk about the day, you know, or our business or our kids or whatever that may be.
0: See, that's why I need to wake up with Jason, because when I do, we do get that time, we actually sit together, we do our meditations together, and we turn to each other, and we ask each other about how we're going to handle this day, how we're going to take this day on. The night before, we usually look at our calendars just to make sure, okay, this is happening, this is happening, this is what we need to take care of. But the thing is, Jason, I also know, even though we have everything streamlined, even though we have our systems in place, we have our calendars stuff's going to happen. And the thing is, as long as there's communication between Jason and I, we take that moment, nothing's going to explode. When things explode or go, quote, wrong, it's when we don't communicate. So that's an excellent question. And we do take time every day, whether it's in the morning, if that doesn't happen, we make sure either he sets me aside, or I set him aside, because we do have the kids at home right now we set each other aside and we just either open up the calendar or take a few moments just to be together and to acknowledge. So often, I think we stop acknowledging each other's presence, if you know what I mean. It's like we're just doing this rotation of, okay, another day, another day, another grind, and the communication drops and then other things start dropping. And this is is coming from my past lives and then also from other women and men that I've talked to about this. Why communication, why relationships drop is because, like you said, with your question, you don't take the time to communicate and connect with who should be the person that you're building your foundation, your house, your empire on.
1: Going back to how you said it, it's your choice. I've always loved this, that thought process, because it is is—it is a choice to sleep in or to not or to read that next book or to not. It's your choice. And some people choose to do it and some don't, right? But most have the capability, but it is a choice. Uh, what holds most people back from making that choice that you find, Peely? What's that thing that they need to do to say, you know what, I can do this, as opposed to just all those limiting beliefs that say, you know, I, I just, that's not me.
0: That's a great question the reason why people don't make the choice is sometimes they don't believe that they have it because they've, and it can be a really, really bad circle that they just need to break through themselves or have a therapist breakthrough or have a friend help them break through or a mentor breakthrough. I mean, we all have it. We all have these circles that we go round and round. in. I just listened to a podcast, Brian Buffini, and he talks about homeostasis, how we all want to be in this, State of calm. We want peace. We want to be live the good life on the beach and all that stuff. But you know, once we get it, we we want to go do something else. We have this drive, and that's that's us not wanting to be out in this circle. In this, uh, I don't know what to call it, but you need to break that and make the choice and know. And this comes back to surrounding yourself with people that inspire you to aspire to greater things. By doing that, you'll have them, you'll have a hand to hold. that will take you out of the circle that you've put yourself in. For instance, the friend of mine that I'm working with, she thought that this was the circle that she had to be in. She was depressed. She has to go have knee surgery. All these things have happened to her, especially in the last year that could have gotten her down, but... All she really needed was a hand to reach out, whether it was my hand, whether it was a podcast she listened to, whatever it was, it gave her the permission to succeed and to make the choice. But I want to give your listeners one more tidbit is that sometimes you do need a mentor or a friend to give you the permission. So if you need that right now, I give you the permission to succeed. If you needed that, I somebody you might not even know, give you a listener the permission to succeed. But the thing is, you don't really need it. You don't need my permission. You don't need Whitney's permission. You don't need anyone's permission to succeed. You just got to make that choice. Reach your hand out and grab it. what it is that you want.
1: I know for me, when I first started meeting people that were buying you know, hundred-unit complexes, and started learning about the syndication business, and they'd only been in the business a short time. I was like, "Well, wait a minute. You know, if if they can do it, I can do it too." And that helped me to make that decision. You know, like, okay, you know, I can do this. But you know, Peely, just a few more questions before we run out of time. Uh, what's a way that you all recently improved your business that we could apply to our business?
0: One way that we improved our business was that we partnered with more people. The deal that we're closing on on Friday. We didn't actually source that deal. We didn't acquire it. A friend of ours acquired it, another partner that we worked with on another deal. And he was like, he knew us as amazing asset managers and he knew that we could get it done. So we partnered up. He said, I have this deal. And we said, well, we have this. We partnered up and we're getting it done. So that's one way we extremely leveled up just in the past couple of months was partnering with the right
1: people. Crucial. Especially in the syndication business, what's your best source for meeting new investors right now?
0: Right now, talking on podcasts, getting my message out there. We have a live cast every day. The second cup of coffee that starts a lot of conversation. And you don't have to just go for investors. Talk to your doctor. Talk to your dentist. Talk to anyone that you just you have the ability to talk to or connect with because people especially right now, they really want to connect. So if they find that they can connect with you on one hand, chances are they're going to connect with you on the other hand, which is your investment business.
1: What's the number one thing that's contributed to your success?
0: The number one thing that's contributed to my success, I have two answers in my head, which one should I go for? So the really, really cute and fluffy answer would be Jason, our partnership. Fluffy,
1: fluffy Jason.
0: (laughs) Love you, Jason. (laughs) The Jason I get to hug and squeeze. His mindset and my mindset. I mean, we met working. I skipped over that part. We met working. We were both managers. We used to butt heads a lot because our mindsets were so different back then, and there's they still are. We are opposites on a lot of things, but the way we mesh has made us so successful. But and this is for your listeners: don't let your success and your drive and anything that's within you don't give the credit or the excuses to anything out there whether it's the government whether it's the your university whether it is whatever it is you are your success when it comes down to it you choose the success because your success is going to be different from anyone else's my success what i think of what is success is different from jason's although our lives are so entwined and i love him so much the thing is my success is based on what I'm feeling. If I'm not good inside, I could be the most successful person, have a kabillion dollars. But if I don't feel it, me, then it means nothing. So you, again, I'm gonna come back to the choice. You have to choose that success. Whether that success is getting out of bed it. whether that success is taking down a 200 unit building. Great, you celebrate that success.
1: I have a math question for you. How many zeros are in a kabillion? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> infinite. That's infinite? <laughs> no, you you just say kabillion. I was like, wait a minute. How big is that number? No. Uh, in Peely, how do you all like to give back?
0: We actually give back to imagine is one of our favorite. <sighs> okay, so Jason lost a lot of his childhood friends growing up. He lost a friend when he was 13, and then he lost his girlfriend when he was 17. And this program imagine and one of his good friends, one of his mentors at the time really helped him lift him up. It's for children and parents who go through a big loss. So we like to give back to that group a lot. And right now I'm looking into the American American Cancer Association because I've had some family members just in the couple of past years pass away from cancer and Those are two of the biggest ways we like to give back monetary wise.
1: Awesome. Pili. I know you all are giving back in a lot of other ways and mentoring and helping people in this business. I'm just grateful to have you on the show today and get to catch up a little bit. I just always enjoy you and Jason a lot. And uh, you know, just grateful for you just really walking us through your all story to syndication and getting a mentor some things around that. I get questions like that all the time about, you know, how to find a mentor, how to know which one's right, and all those things. You know, congratulations again on closing this tenth deal on Friday and on the book. I would encourage the listeners also to look that up. I know is going to tell us how to find that. But then also going in just to the mindset and morning routine and laying out it is your choice. And just your all, the acronym Aloha and how that helps you all structure your your morning and just the importance of that. Tell the listeners that how they can get in touch with you and learn more about you.
0: So the best way to get in touch with me is just to go to my website www.yarussiholdings.com. If you want a really quick way to get a hold of me, find me on social media. I'm probably the only Pili Yarusi. Spelling someplace down in the notes. Peewee Yarusi looking up on Facebook, DM me. I am completely available. And then, as for the book, right now it's not out yet. But so special for your listeners. If they text us at 908 224 6876, again, that's 908 224 6876, we will send you a book for free. Just, we just need your address and we'll send it for free. But you have to text. Whitney syndication book and we will send it to you for free.
1: Don't go yet. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I would love it if you would go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. I want to hear your feedback. It makes a big difference in getting the podcast out there. You can also go to the real estate syndication show on Facebook so you can connect with me and we can also receive feedback and your questions there that you want me to answer on the show subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, I want to keep you updated. So head over to lifebridgecapital.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with me, sign up on the contact us page so you can talk to me directly. Have a blessed day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate
0: Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital.